Trust God, cry, repeat. Trust God, cry, repeat. Trust God, cry, repeat. Hey, ladies, this is Nyoka Hall, and I want to welcome you to Trust God, Cry, Repeat podcast, and I have a fresh new podcast for your encouragement. I forgot to say that last time, but I'm saying it this time, so there you go. But today I want to talk about hospitality is on life support. Let's go to the word of God. It's in 1 Peter 4 and 9, which says, show hospitality to one another without grumbling so let's get into it friends fellowship and fear what do these three things have to do with each other let's dive in our christian faith should be lived out with hospitality in mind but some of our homemaker hearts have been shattered in this area let me explain i remember our first housewarming like I was so excited um and you know it was I thought it was like for homeowners only but I read somewhere you know you can once you have a big move you can do a housewarming so I was so excited and it was like a lot of planning and prepping and then you think about hey wait a minute I'm presenting my home to my friends and family so of course that goes with like a whole host of other I wonder if this is in order I wonder if that's in order let me check this and that and this and that let's wipe down this let you know let's polish up that so after all that was done wouldn't you know it our AC goes out like our central air went out completely and it wasn't like a malfunction we had um just cut our grass for the first time i mean like we had just moved in and so we didn't know that a very important line uh that goes to our ac unit was in the grass okay so after we get our you know our yard was another check off of the list box and um you know it was all nice and what ready for guests um, and we wonder why it was getting so hot in the house. Come to find out, there you go. We the person who cut the lawn cut the cut the line. <laughs> so we got that fixed, but it still wasn't quite right. So it was still it was kind of warm. And then we had a nosy guest. I mean nosy, not just like over inquisitive. I mean absolute flat absolutely <laughs> flat out nosy. I mean, like, okay, so she was, like, checking, I, I caught her, shall I say, checking the cleanliness of our tubs, found her looking in our closets, and was interrupted from waltzing in our, into our bedroom. Like, she was just kind of, I'm gonna go and check this area, you know, just snooping, really. Um, and so, I called her before she got to our bedroom. It was nice and neat, you know, I didn't have to worry about that part, but it was just the point of it, like don't intrude you know what i mean it kind of puts you on guard so the tubs didn't infuriate me i mean i was fine you know i guess if that's your thing to check and see if your friend you know who took the time to invite you over has clean tubs i guess that's important to some people um but it was the motive like when i analyzed it and kind of just took a moment it was the motive like what is the motive behind trying to find fault with something so um so and we keep our bedroom private and that's just how we do it i know um some people are very hospitable when we you know go over their home they take us through every inch of the house and that's commendable maybe you know that's something that they're comfortable with 
but for us you know certain areas are kind of off limits like i don't mind you know if i'm showing off like decor or something that they were interested in to show them like you know uh my kids rooms or something like that or if they're really 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 close you know like maybe we got a new bed spread that i was excited about and i was like hey here look or i'll show a picture but for us um overall we keep our bedroom private. I just, I, we feel like it's just something that should be shared with us or something that's us and our children. So this house guest that I mentioned um, also had the nerve to, to say, oh, well, I forgot my camera at home. <laughs> so for me, I was kind of put off. I was like, wait a minute. I'm thinking like, I'm not sure what her intentions were as far as bringing a camera, but it was just different. I've never experienced that before. Um, so when I asked my husband later, he was like, I don't know, maybe, you know, I don't know what she was going to use a camera for. Um, but I think these are the things, um, that make us hesitant from inviting other people into our home. And ladies, you can attest to this when someone is like, Hey, we should get together hey, here. You want to go, you want to come over to my house or we go over to your house. And that initial hesitation, I know for me, I can speak for myself that it's like, Hmm okay because you know you want the fellowship but then when you've had these type of intrusions you know in your life you're kind of hesitant like well maybe they won't like this or maybe you know i don't know so for me i think it's like i had to like when that invitation goes out it's kind of like let me think of all the possible areas i probably overlooked having three children and homeschooling and you know we're going into our eighth year of that and um trying to be a good keeper of my home and cultivating a real sense of christianity my husband and i um you know doing all those different things that you know consume time maybe i overlook something you know what i'm saying or maybe you know i forgot a corner or i don't know those things that you just kind of you start making a mental list like i need to check that and then also once that invitation goes out of hey or you know hey you can come over then first thing another thing should i say i won't say the first that pops in my mind is like okay how much time do i possibly have before the they expect to come over and the list of things that i have to do so i'm kind of like rushing around got the kids doing one thing i'm doing the other you know my husband's helping out moving stuff and doing all this stuff so then it's like i'm thinking that my mental list still going hmm i wonder if this the living room is big enough uh, i wonder if you know because our family is a family of five right now we're still praying for more if it's god's will um but it's like okay so if we have a family of five and somebody has a family of seven where's everybody gonna sit or we have a family of five and they have a family of nine it's like there's no way we're gonna fit everybody so we i kind of go down that list of ooh, okay is this gonna work out or is this gonna feel comfortable for them or is this gonna you know all the worries that i shouldn't be even worrying about but that's that's what happens when you've been burned a little bit um, so sometimes it's like, okay, do I want to overlook those things and spend time or do I want to worry about my list? So it doesn't happen to where I'm just like, oh, I can't do all this stuff today, but sometimes it does. And I'm sure other people can attest to that. Like sometimes when that go, that invitation goes out or the fact that someone is trying to spend time, um, you know, with you, the worries kind of overthrow the fellowship side, but I was, I was happy for the fellowship. Um, and that's something that, you know, you can't, you can't replace. You just cannot, you can't trade that. But anyways, uh, back to the point. Um, I just felt like 
I don't know. I kind of felt like, you know, I go through, we went through all of it to get our house together and different things like that. Um, it just kind of felt like an overstepping of, of boundaries. So I feel like that may happen a lot um, in the lives of women. I don't know. You can kind of leave me a comment. Um, let me know. Does that happen to you? Does that happen to you or has it happened to you where you felt like, hey, I've done my best of, you know, presenting this beautiful thing or as women, you know, we like to beautify things all to fall short because of one person with like an ill motive. I don't know. Well, we could talk about it. Okay. So, um, let me see. Let me see. Let me get back to it. Oh, okay. Let me, let me, let me share something else. So we recently hung out and I told her, so if you're listening to this, you know who you are. Um, but we hung out, uh, with a wonderful family. I mean, absolute sweetest family, just sweet people, just sweet people. Um, and I was just happy for the fellowship. My family and I, you know, it's, it was, it's kind of rare sometimes to get your whole family to be able to, you know, enjoy fam family time with another family. But, um, this was, this was one of those times. And lately we've been having a lot of life giving fellowship, you know, just like refreshing. And so this, this time was no exception. So, um, you know, we, we came over and everything and, um, you could tell that she felt like, it necessary to give us like a tour of her whole house um and everything which i thought was beautiful i mean i just thought her home was beautiful you know it's a nice farmhouse and you have all this beautiful land and you know so it's, to me i'm just walking through it like god this is awesome you know look at that that is amazing and all i kept finding myself because you could you could tell she was uneasy because you know whatever has happened in her her life when you know when someone has extended something and, and you know it's been nice you could tell that someone has just like i expected earlier has been that intruder or that invader of, of space or that person to be the negative one or whatever I don't know I'm just assuming but that's kind of what it felt like um like she was apologizing for stuff and stuff that I'm like I don't know what you mean that's a blessing you know what I mean because we're in the city and you know they they're out in the rural a bit you know so they have all this land and we're stuck in the city right we're not stuck I didn't mean to sound negative because I'm not I am totally grateful for what I have I'm just saying the differences is busy streets against farm country kind of land you know that kind of thing so everything that she pointed out I was like that's a blessing or you know that I'm like that's a blessing too because I'm just grateful we were just grateful for some good fellowship we were grateful to be able to share someone else's home with them we weren't there to be inspectors by any means so um so after we get done with the tour and we you know I encourage her because I'm like this is beautiful you know and she put this big spread I mean I'm the type of person we get together I'm always going to offer to bring something but she put an amazing spread I mean anything you can think of she went over and beyond y'all to bless our family I mean the food was amazing and she just went over and beyond just making things beautiful you know everything was delicious and tasty I mean it was just an amazing meal so even after that you know she found different things to apologize for and I just kept telling her how much of a blessing that she was to us and her family was um, and you know, I didn't see those things, you know, I actually, I remember saying to her, like, take the realtor glasses off, you know, you're not, you don't have to be a realtor or she's not a realtor in real life, but you know how realtors are able to, um, point out things or, you know, they're able to say, Hey, look at this or focus on that. Or, you know, they have that gift of pointing out things. So I was like, don't do that. You know, it's a blessing. 
you guys are a blessing to us we want to be a blessing in you that type of thing um but for for me i couldn't help but think like what has happened you know it broke my heart for for me to hear that you know what what she was showing us or what um she was sharing with us was somehow um not good enough because i kept reassuring her like it's good this is beautiful you know that's a blessing or don't apologize for that or i mean look at all of this this is you know this is amazing so i just i'm telling you i just i still to this day i'm like one day i'm gonna ask her but i just was like man who said something bad or who treated her badly when she's was hospitable or you know i just started thinking and then i'm like that's why hospitality in our Christian life is hindered. It popped up because I told her, I was like, you inspired a podcast and I'm going to share it. I hope you hear it. That's what I told her. Um, but that's what I thought about. Like, this is why hospitality in our Christian life is hindered. Um, and so in many, let me explain. In many cases, I feel like hospitality is on life support amongst other families. Um, we have to actively fight to save its life, though. Hospitality is something that we are supposed to show um, to one another as believers. I mean, it was so and it is so refreshing to meet and share life with other believers, regardless of the challenges. Like I have to push back my, you know, my, my past and things that people have said or done and actually open up my home and be like, you know, hey, I want to hang out with you or hey, you want to hang out with me and kind of exchange or wouldn't it be amazing to be able to say, hey, we have three close friends, like my husband and I and two other married couples with children and be like, hey, we know that you need a date night. How about we give, you know, give you a date night and then next month you give us a date night and the next month the other person and family, you know, gets a date night. That kind of thing with people that you actually trust and then you also get to spend time with your husband like that has always been a dream of mine. You know, that find people like minded believers that will be like, hey, we can do this. We could commit to, you know, having your families back and, you know, and vice versa, really. So but back to the point, I keep getting off. But I was just thinking about like, man, that would be so beautiful to be able to do something like that and genuinely be able to do it without asking for money or without asking for, you know, whatever, just being genuine. Because everybody doesn't have those close-knit, you know, family and extended families that they can just kind of lean on. Some of us in the body of Christ has the body of Christ and a few other, like, immediate family members outside of their children and husband. You know, so some people really need more so that fellowship. Um, but let me get back to it. Um, so it is it is refreshing to meet and share life with other believers, regardless of challenges. Um, and let's make let's make sure that we're obedient to the scriptures. And then when we're obedient and we practice obedience, obeying the scriptures become easier and easier because we put it into practice. We have now trained ourselves to be obedient rather than just ignore what it says. Um, we should be offering true loving fellowship not fellowship with strings attached not fellowship that you know causes headaches for the next two days because of all the nonsense and foolishness the world offers enough of that like we should be chock full of foolish like like as far as the the nonsense of the last year and a half that continues to try now it's a new wave of something going on or some type of variant or something but uh, that's neither here nor there what i'm saying is the world offers nonsense 
we on this side of life in, in Christ should not be doing that. Um, so let me make sure I stick to my notes because I don't want to miss. I don't want you to miss it and I don't want to miss something. But I'm saying that we should take time to lessen the stress of another sister in Christ. And that's something you can however it works into your life, however it works into your schedule. But we should take time to lessen the stress of another sister in Christ. Let's not add to it. Satan already bombards women's minds. We said we resist him and the Bible, you know, actually says resist him and he will flee. So we resist him. So we don't need extra drama. We don't need backbiting or foolishness on top of all the stuff that the enemy is already doing and all the stuff that the, and the enemy and the world is trying to push. We don't need it. So here's the takeaway. If opening your clean house is not enough for your guest, they can certainly go home. Okay, so I'll say that one more time. If opening your clean home is not enough for your guest, they can <clears throat> go home. If you are opening your if you are taking time to open your home to someone, and it's somehow not up to their standards, they can go home. And you can you don't have to feel bad about it. You can politely let them know that the door they're open to let them in can let them out so they can go home. If the order of your closet <laughs> or the tub that you have in your home does not pass the white glove test, guess what I'm going to say? They can go home. Do not nitpick. It's worldly. It is worldly and destructive to the body of Christ. Bickering, backbiting, nonsense, uh, tearing down. Because uh, it makes me think too something I say to my kids when they're like at each other. I'm like, look, we build up. We construct things. We build up. We are not demolitionists. We do not explode. We do not tear down. That's what I say. But I know some ladies might need to hear that because it's too much foolishness going on that's preventing time that we could be sharing and gathering together. Where we can be sharing a meal together or we can be sharing, you know, like just fellowship, just life giving fellowship. Our pastor preached an amazing sermon on Sunday talking about God meeting us in our desperation. And it seems like the last week into like towards the weekend was just heavy, not like heavy, like, you know, it just seemed like one thing after another, one thing after another thing after another thing. And it, it just was so amazing to be reminded that God sees that he he meets us where we are and he allows the gospel in him. You know, of course, the Lord God is awesome and he allows the gospel to refresh us. And it let I explained it to a friend she put a post on Facebook and I um, commented these words and I'm paraphrasing, but I was saying that cause she asked what happened over the weekend for everybody. Hey, you know what happened over the weekend? Let us know, you know, whatever. Cause she wanted to be encouraged and also encourage someone else. So I said um, about the desperation of just wanting some freshness or reviving. And I said that the gospel was like an oasis for me. Um, so that it gave me like, you know, it literally revived me from that dry state. And that's what I want to leave you all with. I want you to be grateful for your sister's hospitality. 
She took the time. She made it beautiful. Don't nitpick. She took the time. She invited you into her home. She trusts you around her children and her husband and in her space. Don't tear down. Build up. Don't tear down. Build up. So one more scripture. Actually, I have two scriptures that I want to share um, before ending. And it's 1 Timothy 3 and 11. And it's the uh, ESV. It says, their wives likewise must be dignified, not slanders, but sober-minded, faithful in all things. I don't feel like that that really needs a lot of explaining. Um, the word of God says we should be dignified, not slanderers, not slanderers, sorry. <laughs> I'm like super, super close to the mic. I apologize about that. Um, not slanderers and sober-minded and faithful in all things. Um, 1 Peter 4 and 9, again, just to recap, it says, show hospitality to one another without grumbling. I want to encourage you ladies, keep doing what you're doing. Um, and I also want to encourage you uh, to, to find some other ladies to have your back. Um, me and my friend, she's in North Carolina. Ernstie, you know who you are. Hey, girl. Um, <laughs> I know she'll probably be listening like, no, she did not say my name. Um, but she always reminds me um, that tribes are not going to be perfect all the time. And what I mean by tribe is um, ladies that have your back. Somebody that you can talk to, but also some of them might not be able to go as deep as others, but you have them. Something happens, you're able to rely on them to have your back. Do you have a tribe? Are you willing to have a tribe? You know, are you, are you willing to go outside yourself and say, hey, this is something I had to deal with too. Is hey, you know, I know life has happened to me before um, and trying to taint my um, hospitality, but hey. Do you want to try this again? Or, hey, do you want to um, be vulnerable with one another? That way, you know, trust is built and you can have a tribe. Try it. Why not? You know, why not? Um, but I always want to encourage you to remember to trust God, cry, and repeat blessings. And before I go, remember, ladies, I have a new book coming out August the 21st. And we are also taking pre-orders if you want to pre-order your book called Did God Really Say? Exposing Feminism and Its Grip on Christian Women. That releases August the 21st. You don't want to miss it. You do not want to miss this. And to me, it's like a book. It's a book that is, is going to be eye-opening for some, encouraging for others, convicting for others. But then also, it should clear your focus. Because right now, I feel like it's a lot of blurring of lines going on where nothing seems kind of normal. It's just everything is kind of grayed out right now. But it's, it's designed to sharpen your focus and to make sure that you're looking at the world and you're looking at the things uh, like the challenges of this world through a biblical worldview. Because if not, you'll find yourself partnering with the devil or you'll find yourself siding with the culture instead of the word of God. But don't let me elongate this any more than it needs to. But you can get your copy. You can pre-order your copy um, today. And if you need that information, you can go to trustgodcarrypeat.com. I'll have a link for, uh, for purchasing, uh, purchasing it on August the 21st. But if you want it before then, um, if you can leave how many you need, your name, 
on trustgodcryrepeat.com, the contact us section. Um, I will make sure that you get your copy and um, you'll find out all the payment information and all that as well. So again, ladies, don't forget to trust God as you cry and repeat. Blessings.